Welcome to another session of It's Time to Come Alive. My name is Valerie Hope, your executive coach and professional speaker, and love to have these conversations with wonderful people that I've met over my lifetime because it gives us an opportunity to become more conscious, more connected with one another, and also the opportunity to create something. Hopefully today's session, you'll get information, you'll have some insight, you'll have some revelation or some idea perhaps that you can use in your own life. And what I'm gonna ask you is, first of all, if you're joining us live, to go ahead and, and share on your social media that you're here on Time to Come Alive and ask people to, to register so they can join us in the conversation and that way you also have someone to talk to about this session as we're doing it. And if you're listening to this as a recording, feel free to post and share this recording on your page or on your social media somewhere so that you also can engage other people in your life in the conversations that you're engaging in. As we begin, I'd like to just take a moment to do a little mindfulness. That way we get present, we get centered, and prepare ourselves for listening to this conversation that we're going to have. Then I'll introduce my very special guest in just a few moments. First of all, let's just sit comfortably in your chair or if you're standing to make sure that you're, you're standing in a place where you can put both feet on the ground comfortably. Take a couple of deep cleansing breaths. And I'm gonna invite you, if you'd like to, close your eyes, if you feel comfortable, or soften your gaze. And I'd like for you to spend some time thinking about time where you were excited about something. The time where you, in the moment, were looking forward to the activity you were doing or the event. And I want you to think about how you felt in that moment. What was it about that moment that made it so exciting or that had you so engaged? Think of another moment in your life where you felt engaged or perhaps you were curious or you were somehow drawn to an activity or an event, an anticipation. Think about how you engaged with that activity or that event or with those individuals. And just keep looking in your life for all of those moments where you experience something new, experience something exciting, you experience perhaps something challenging, and the impact it had on your life. Now, take a few deep breaths, deep breaths. Fast forward, fast forward and think about yourself in the future, surrounded by people you love, your friends, your family, and they're asking you questions about all the exciting adventures that you've done in your life. And sharing with them the things that you learned, 
you're sharing with them the places you've been, sharing with them the people you've met, and experience the sense of pride or the sense of comfort or the sense of fun that comes along with sharing with others the journey that you've gone, that you've taken in your life. and express gratitude for the opportunities. Take a couple of deep breaths. And then when you're ready, join us again. All right, welcome back. So, I hope that that gave you a sense of all the wonderful things that you've done in your life. And this was a very short reflection exercise, but you likely have engaged in activities or events or have traveled and seen things and experienced things that others would be probably envious of. <laughs> and and the, the, the wonderful opportunity we have this morning is to meet someone that I've known for a whopping 24 years <laughs> and yeah you wouldn't imagine that I would know anybody for that long because you know, <laughs> I had the the honor and pleasure of meeting our special guest today Eva Castilla while we were studying at the University of Alabama year my last semester uh, we met at a party with a bunch of other people from different places, different countries. And because we had common friends, we ended up spending a lot of time together. So at the end of that semester, I graduated and went off on my own adventures. And soon, a few months later, heard uh, through the grapevine, <laughs> this wonderful person that I met was dating my brother. <laughs> which was like, what? How did, when did that happen? <laughs> and uh, I've just had the pleasure over the last 24 years to be acquainted with this phenomenal woman who is one of the most loving, most empathetic, most uh, expressive people that I've ever met. And I've also had the, the fortune of interacting with her lovely family too over the years. And I consider her my sister. And I thought, you know, if nothing else, she has been one of the people in my life that I know seeks, actively seeks ways to continue to grow and expand herself. And I thought this would be a wonderful opportunity for, for her to share some of the things that she's accomplished or some of the things that she's experienced and, and see if there's a way that she can connect you to your experiences and perhaps what you'd like to grow and expand. So, Eva, welcome. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Thank you. Of course. And Hi, I started to laugh immediately after I started talking about you. So I'm curious, what 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 did that bring up for you? What why do you why did you have that such a big smile and laugh as I was talking about what how I know you? Oh, because well, because I love you very much. <laughs> So I'm very happy that you're part of my life. And I, those, those years in, Ala, the year in Alabama was crazy, amazing. And 
I think it's a, an example of who I am, you know, like in Alabama, it was me, it was me. I started to feel me for the first time. So I think it was like a launching step, like, oh, this is, this is who I am, really, you know? And then, you know, so I guess I started to, to start to get to know myself better. Yeah. Outside That's wonderful. My family, you know, my, whatever I was, I was growing up with, I got to experience myself in another way. So that was very exciting. Yeah. And so tell us, for those, those that don't know you or don't know much about where you're from, tell us a little bit about where you're from and what was it that had you show up in Alabama 24 years ago? <laughs> uh, so I'm, I, I'm from Spain. Um, I was born in an island, Tenerife, in the Canary Islands, uh, the Morocco coast. And I finished my studies and I was like, what the heck am I going to do with my life? <laughs> I have no idea. So I'm like, okay. So they had a scholarship to go to Alabama and, and I got the scholarship uh, to study there. And I didn't get to study what I wanted to study because they didn't have anything like that. What uh, did you want to study? I, I asked because I really wanted to study like minority literature, like, you know, Asian American, uh, um, Native American, all the, you know, and they say, yeah, yeah, come, come, we have everything. <laughs> and then I come and they have nothing. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so I have to like, like okay what am i going to do so i so it was great because then i started to just study random things like i've never studied before like modern greek and american culture and things like that so that was fun so yeah so that's that's how i that's why i went there i just thought okay let me try this and see what happens <laughs> curiosity and out of curiosity when you think about the the reason why you went and you said that this was a time when you finally felt yourself like what what do you mean by that what was it that made you finally feel yourself from going there i think part of the journey of self-discovery is to get away from what you know uh, at least for me right so i love my family we are super close together i love spain i love Europe, everything, and you know, you grew up being certain. You grew up the way you grew up, right? And you are being the way you are being, and you think that that's who you are. And then you go out, you live in another country, and then you are by yourself. So you don't have the inf you don't have so much the influence of your the people in your life, you don't have the influence of your culture, you know? Mm. And so you start, you have to kind of start from zero because sometimes my experience is what I think, the things that I used to do in my country, I, I couldn't do it here, for example, right? The culture is different. So I, I have to start thinking in, with different eyes, which allows me to start also like shifting the way I do things. And that's when I start to know myself in a different way. And then is when I realize, oh, 
perhaps I'm more this way than that way. You know, what I, mean? I don't know if I'm explaining myself, but it's like you start to get to know yourself in a different way. And now you start to question if the way you were growing up is the way you are really. Mm. Yeah. So you start discovering things. Um, yeah. So I think that's, that's why I always, you know, say it's, it's, it would be awesome if everybody could live in another country, you know, even if it's for a, you know, a month. I think the idea will be a year, but, you know, I know it's not like very easy to do, but at least like this whole summer or two, two months, three months, but just get immersed in the culture. Don't just go as a tourist and just do the tourist thing, but just live with the people. You know, that's it's just it's another... Like opens new eyes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And one one of the things that I admire about you is because you do that, right? You you get immersed. So I'm curious. You're born in an island, right? Small island, and you're from what I understand at the time, your family wasn't traveling all that much, right? That wasn't something that was part of your 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 family culture, your family uh, traditions, was it? We traveled, but only in Spain. In Spain. Okay. Yeah, now my parents travel more, but I, yeah, like, yeah, no. I mean, I, I went to Paris when I graduated from high school. So my parents encouraged me to travel. Mm. They were the ones who, who said, go to Amsterdam to study. You know, when I was doing my studies, they were the ones who encouraged me to do that. And I didn't want to do that because it was so scary. Yeah. You know, so I really want to thank them for doing that because that was really for me like, oh my gosh, you know, what is out there? Like there is something out there, out of Spain. And I love it. Like, (laughs) it was great. (laughs) Tell us about one of those times when you expanded yourself, right? Then when you stepped out of that comfort zone, that was the most exciting for you. Um, I have a lot, probably the, the one that is, that was the most risky for me was going to India. Um, and I, it was the, the dream of my life to go to India. Oh, India, India here, India there. I love India, Indian food, Indian this, India. <laughs> and then, um, I went to India and I was there for three months as a volunteer. And that was a culture shock, like totally different from anything I've ever done before. And so the, the, it was very uncomfortable and it was amazing. So I think it's, I, I got to see how people from other cultures that are really different from us can feel when they come to our country or they come to the United States or they come to Spain, you know, because... As an example, what, what did you see or what did you experience that made it so culture, such a culture shock? Well, the first thing is like, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I think I can know now why Eduardo felt the way, my husband, your brother, felt the way he could feel like that in Spain because I was there in India and everybody was looking, I don't know, I was in the South, there were no white people. We only have like a few volunteers. And when I would go into the village, people would look at me like, like that. I mean, they wouldn't even like be discreet or anything. They would be like, 
what is that like this white person <laughs> like, they would look at me like what is this white woman taller than taller than the men and wearing this and like oh my gosh <laughs> this is so weird <laughs> so i'm like oh i think i'm getting to know the feeling of being in a country where everybody's different color mm-hmm. and how uncomfortable that can be and how did you manage how did you manage that experience what did you have to do to, to yeah to go through it i just smile hi <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what to do in one of the in one in one of the uh, i i tried to blend in that's 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 what I did. And, and they respect you if you blend in because they see that you really respect their culture, you know? And I, I really, res- I mean, I'm only about respecting people, right? And I love different cultures. So when you, when you start, you make the effort to blend in, you know, like to do the things they do and go to the temple. And when you go to the temple, you know, you have respect for their gods and everything. And the food, the way they eat the food with the hands and the way they dress, I will dress up like they did, you know? So it mitigates that kind of weird light difference, right? And mm. it shows them that even though I'm a different color, I, I'm still with them kind of thing. So, yeah. That's, I love that you said that uh, one of our last, or one of our, it was a guest that we had several weeks ago, Francis Conrad, who's this transfer. I don't remember if he talked about this very much in his, in his podcast, but we mentioned the idea of matching when you're in another culture, whether that's traveling abroad, like from different places, the idea of matching is what you just expressed, that you eat in the way that that culture eats, or you maybe even take some of the, the, the same communication style. So if people are making extreme eye contact, eye contact, if you notice that people have a certain way of, of moving during certain activities or even the pace in which they walk or move, that we match that. And it sounds like that's what you did when you were in India. Yeah. I, I just love it. I think, I think that's what I love about traveling. I don't, when I travel, I don't, I don't like to travel just like a tourist. I want to like, you know, and of course I don't want, okay. When I say tourist, I don't mean it in a mean way or anything. I mean it in a very superficial way. Like you go see the, you know, see the streets, take photos of the streets, go to places and eat. And, and it, that is fine. I mean, I, I can see that do, like if you don't have a lot of days and you don't know the place, it's more convenient to be with a guide, you know, that can guide you. But if you have a lot of time, it's, I, it's better to just be with the people because the the people the people is the people are the ones who make the country yeah. the way they are you know and it's like the country becomes alive with people and i just love that and is the language is the way they eat the food and the way they behave and when we open our eyes to different cultures and the way they do things without judgment, mm. then we start to get to know ourselves too. Yeah. You know? Um, so like I, like I started to see myself as somebody who can 
really be with anybody. And I didn't know that living in Spain because when, when I was growing up, now you can see that more variety. But when I was growing up, we didn't have people, a lot of people from different countries. You hardly see anybody from Africa. Now you do, right? Or from Latin America or from India. So, so you know, I didn't have the experience until I went out, outside mm -hmm. of my comfort zone or outside. And then I discovered that I love traveling more than I thought. I thought I didn't like traveling. <laughs> like, I thought it was okay just being in Spain. And then it's like, oh my God, something unleashed. And I was like, I can't stop. <laughs> it's really, and you even worked for Iberia Airlines for a long time, right? So tell us about your experience working with Iberia and how was that connected to your love for travel? Well, I thought I would love it because you know, oh, I travel a lot. And then it's like, oh my gosh, you just don't, you just don't like, all you do is fly, fly here, fly there, hotel in the morning, fly there, fly here, hotel in the morning. That's all you do. And of course, you know, there are different in, when I was fly, flying, we have different routes. So my route, you know, perhaps if I would be flying to America, it would have been different but my route was very places close by. So we didn't really have the chance to, to go somewhere much. But one thing that I did, uh, one of the flights, the amazing, <laughs> we went to Israel. And I so thank you, thankful that I got to do that because we, I think it was the first, only the first time that I, in four years that I had the chance to do that we went to Israel and we stayed for a whole weekend without flying. So like we stay, we came, we arrived on Friday morning and we didn't leave until Sunday night. So we have the whole weekend to be there. So we went to Jerusalem in a bus hmm. and we hired a, a guide from the area. And I, I, I just was amazing. Like, and I mean, I'm so grateful I did that because that's, that's just like so different from anything, you know, and I got mm -hmm. to be in Israel, in Jerusalem and to see all the, the different religions of the world there. I mean, I was told that all the re religions of the world are in Jerusalem, are represented there. So it's a very powerful city. Mm -hmm. even, even if you are not a believer, it's still a powerful city, you know, so it's very, very interesting city. So um so yeah so that that got me and then when i if i were um if i would spend an, a day in france i would just go by myself and explore the city by myself what is it that's made you such an explorer because you mentioned that you obviously did grow up with a lot of travel experiences but all of a sudden you started to do all of these things you saw you went to india you studied in amsterdam what have you what have you learned about yourself as you've interacted with so many different countries and cultures? I think what happened is once I, once I started to travel, I realized how much I was seeking answers about myself. You know, since I was very young, I always remember thinking, what am I here for? What am I here? What is my life purpose? I mean, seriously, like, I don't know. It's like, I think we had that conversation last week. <laughs> I mean, it's like, so it's always been like that for me. And I, I, I started to have access to that when I travel. Mm. 
And Say then, more. Hmm? Say more about that. What do you mean you had access to that when you travel? Well, because, you know, when, when I travel, it's like I challenge, it's cha I challenge myself. I have to look at things in a different way. Mm -hmm. And when I look at things in a different way, I look at myself in a different way. Mm. And so I, I cannot look from the same lenses that I normally look at myself. And it's part of, the, it's part of me wanting to discover who I am. Mm -hmm. Travel is one of the tools that I do, you know. Um, mm -hmm. I do other things, but travel is one of them. When I travel... I discover things and then I discover more myself. I don't know if it makes any sense, but. Uh, what other tools? What other tools you said? So travel is one. What other tools have you used to discover yourself? Well, I, you know, like reading, but a lot of workshops, you know, self-development programs. Um, I think what I've what I've noticed is the way I access, like what I do is like, I don't know, if something interests me, if, I'm, if I have curiosity about something, I'll go and do it. Hmm. And it's very risky because sometimes it happens like, I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, I want to try this. Let me see what I can discover about myself doing this course. And then I am in the course, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so, oh, I don't want to do this. This is so boring. You know, it's like, no, this is painful. I don't want to discover anything. <laughs> but, you know, I think that's, that's why I needed to do it. Mm. Give us an example of something that you, something risky that you did where you were like, nope, why am I here? <laughs> um, well, it's, it's one of the programs that I'm doing now, you know, uh, this self-development program. When I felt it, like, and that's something I always recommend to people, you know, and I know it's not very easy, but when you feel like you have to do something and it feels good, you know, because sometimes we feel like, oh, I want to eat chocolate. I feel, I feel like I want chocolate. I want the whole box of cookies. It feels so good. Well, okay. <laughs> What's wrong with that, Eva? There sounds like a little judgment around well, that. I, I can eat a whole, whole box of cookies, believe me. So, of chocolate chip cookies. Those are my favorite. But, um, but you know, I'm talking about like when, when you're feel, feeling drawn to explore something or, some, or going to an event that you've never been before or going to a place you've never, or suddenly you are reading a magazine and you are like, and you feel something for me, it's in my, in my chest areas. Everybody, I think, have their own way of figuring out what it is. But for me, when I feel like butterflies on my stomach, I feel like I need to do it. Like, it will be good for me. That's how I test. So, so, you know, I get excited about things and then I go. Because for me, it's a way to explore, oh, what is there for me? Can I learn something about myself? You know? And it could be it could be, you know, so like I signed up for this self-development program that is a two-year program and I was so excited. Oh my God, yes, I can feel it. I can feel the butterflies. 
Yes, I'm registering. Um, and now I'm like, oh no, I don't want to do this. What did I do two years? What is this? Oh my God, all this suffering. And, and it's very interesting because sometimes the journey is not as easy as we think. Mm-hmm. And the tendency is to quit or oh, it's getting too difficult. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's too uncomfortable. I, know, I, know, I cannot do this anymore. And then, and then your head starts messing up with you like, well, you are right. Why? I mean, no, this is not, you know, why if, if I was so happy when I started, when I started and now I feel like crap, this is definitely not for me. No, no, no. And then look how it's making me feel and blah, blah, blah. And I'm doing this that I don't want to call people. Why do I have to do this? I don't want to prepare this for a whole month. Oh my God. So it's like, this is part of the journey of self-discovery is to break down patterns Mm. that we have. Mm -hmm. So that's why for me is very, is, is fascinating, but at the same time it can be very challenging because I mean, you just want to quit or you just feel like, oh, I registered for this event, but do I have to network? Mm, No, I don't want to network. Oh, I don't want to see a thousand people. I don't, I'm not a networking person. So I'm like, oh my God. So, you know, we (laughs) tend to do things like we tend, it's like, it's like part of us wants to grow and the other part of us wants to keep us small. Yeah. So we balance both, right? Just, I have to give people this context because you and I talk a lot about this idea of, you know, you being more introverted and how being in groups, even in social groups, even with a bunch of friends, how that impacts you. Um, and, <laughs> and I'm curious about the, so let's go back to that idea. So, you know, you're, you're more introverted, therefore you prefer more reflective activities, right? You recharge by being in silence. Mm-hmm. But you recently um, took on, or recently, it's been a few years now, but you recently took on like the ultimate silent experience. Tell us about that and what impact it had on you. There was a meditation thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I was reminded I was, by one of our viewers so, here. That's why you say people really, like if you think you know yourself, Mm, just keep exploring and you will find out how interesting it could be because <laughs> I was so looking forward for the meditation retreat. 10 days, 10 days, retreat, meditation. You don't talk. You don't read a book. You hardly move. I mean, you just walk. That's about it. It's silent, so I don't have to talk to anybody. Oh my gosh, I was so excited about that. Like, <laughs> I don't want to talk. <laughs> 10 days of bliss, bliss. <laughs> I mean, seriously. <laughs> oh my gosh. And there I was the first day. I'm okay. okay. Second day, third day. I'm like, I want to get out of here. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's like, what the, what is going on with me? Oh my gosh. I was going crazy. So I'm like, okay, well, this is a meditation retreat. Let me meditate. Oh my gosh, I was resisting, resisting, resisting the meditation. I, I had to wake up at, I think we woke up at four in the morning, mm-hmm. 4.30. And I'm like, there's no way I'm going to wake up at 4.30. No, 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 no. I'm going to stay in bed until it's breakfast time. I mean, I would do my own thing. I mean, that's like... <laughs> 
Jeez, I'm like, whoa, I am so resisting. So what I learned was, I'm going, at the end, I really got to enjoy the meditation, which is crazy after all the resistance, right? So this, this thing works, I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> but what I learned about myself is how much I resist everything. I mean, if I don't, if, if I don't feel comfortable with something, I resist it. Like, yeah. like it's life or death. Mm. You know, it's like, like, well, if I don't, I feel, if I don't feel good, then no, this is not for me. There, I don't want to do it. No, 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 no. I mean, really, like, like this, like this child that is like, no, I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it happens all the time, you know. I mean, is so so a lot of resistance so for me it's like okay part of me doesn't really want to grow and learn mm. and i think that and i'm i'm very present to how much i see that in people around me that i know that they get stuck no i don't want to say stuck, but they 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 keep doing the, the same things they always do mm-hmm and they don't grow and it's okay if you are happy but they are not happy that's the thing you know i gotta tell you emma this is one of the things that i admire and love so much about you because i you know we've known each other for a long time so i have been there with you through some of the resistance (laughs) and you keep moving you keep trying new things you don't ever just stop and I haven't, I mean, it's, it's rare to meet someone that embraces experiences that you've experienced. You know, a lot of people experience resistance. A lot of people take on new things. But for you, it's almost like an exercise. It's like your, your personal CrossFit. <laughs> I've, I've seen you go through massage therapy. That was an interest at one point. You know, you're, you're an organizer. You love, you know, beautifying spaces. I've seen you go through like the meditation, all these different self-development courses. Um, I even, I think I've mentioned to you also we, when we've talked, the relationship with my brother, right? Your marriage to my brother in and of itself was an act of defiance for yes, you too. that was. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about that. And, and, and then after we'll have that conversation, then we'll open up the line so we have others interact with you too. Well, Okay. So I met your brother in Alabama and I look at him and I'm like, OMG, okay, wow, he's amazing. <laughs> and that's it. But he, you know, <laughs> like, so for a year, we, like, we hardly a year, we didn't do anything. And then we started to go out and then we were in a long distance relationship for three years. And then he went to Spain and we lived together and then he moved here and I, I moved here. So the whole process, I don't know how many years we were until we got married, like at least 10 years or something before we got married. It was a struggle with my family. Like, you know, they they raised me as a very open-minded, they raised me like all cultures are the same. They raised me like, it doesn't matter which color you are. You know, it, they raised me like that. But when their daughter started to go out with a guy, a man, if, different culture and different color skin, they freak out. They freaked out. And I think I'm not sure what happened. I never felt like, I mean, it's weird. And I think 
I think that's why it's so important to follow the heart. Mm-hmm. Because if I, if I had done what my parents wanted me to do, I wouldn't be with him. And he's like the most, <laughs> I'm going to cry now. He's like, he's the, life, the love of my life, you know? And now my parents know that and they love him. And it took them, and what I discovered from this also is like when we follow our heart and we keep in communication with the people in our lives why we are doing what we are doing is we are also helping them grow. You know, my parents have to face something they didn't know they, they were dealing with. Mm-hmm. And they were gracious and open and, and gracious like to be open that they loved me so much that they wanted to understand what was going on. And once they understood what was going on, they freed them up too, you know? And now they can be with people from other cultures. And there's no problem. Yeah. So I, I helped heal something that was there and we didn't know it was there. And that's mm-hmm. very important. Following the heart is very important. And, and it's also part of my journey of self-discovery. When we, are, when we are in a journey of self-discovery, follow the heart, but also be true to yourself. Mm. And... And that's, that's one thing that I noticed, like, I, 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 I used to do things that were not true to my heart. You know, if, if, even for jobs, you are working in a job that doesn't inspire you, look for something else. Mm-hmm. You know, I know sometimes it's not easy. I'm not saying just quit whatever you have, but explore other things that inspire you, you know, in, and it could be something very small. It could be just start working on something small that, in, that inspired you to spark that thing, spark mm-hmm. it. Because sometimes what I noticed is I could be doing, I, I, was a, I was a flight attendant for four years and I didn't like it. I just love the idea that I could be in France for a, for a whole day. But the whole job thing was really bad. Like I was miserable for four years. And I'm like, I will never do this again. I'm not going to put myself into this horrible experience when I could be doing something else. So let me explore what is there for me. So um, I think just be true to yourself. That's really the key of everything. Just get to know yourself, be true to yourself and do whatever, whatever fills you with happiness and what makes you feel good it sometimes is not even happy like oh my gosh i feel amazing oh yeah yeah sometimes it's just that you have this feeling or you have this sense or whatever you know people get access to like this sense that you are in the right path even though you are not sure what is going on absolutely a sense of peace it sounds like yeah like a sense of peace like yeah that something is okay you know yeah, this is just a small taste of, you know, you and I can have hours and hours and hours of conversation. <laughs> but I want to make sure that we bring in those that have been joining us so far uh, to, if you have a comment or question, uh, to share your comment or question with Eva or with me or with the rest of us. And if you could, if you're on the phone, you can hit star nine if you raise, to raise your hand if you're on, on Zoom app you're gonna hit the icon to raise your hand and I'll be happy to call on you. That way you can unmute yourself and share your thoughts and comments. I have a lot, do you go through that? Yeah, so there's some, t- yeah, there's some chat here. 
that uh, we've been getting some comments. So I really appreciate you guys engaging with us. Uh, wanna let me let me call on Elaine first. Hi, she, she's shared a few comments there. So Elaine, why don't you unmute yourself? You're open to that and share with us a couple of things that you're getting so far from this conversation. Um, I really was appreciating Eva's, you know, willingness to go and participate in these different cultures and just, again, see what it was like to like be them in that culture. What was the food? And she mentioned that because she had this willingness to kind of blend in, that willingness then was the frame around her experience. And, and, and then it was interesting that the whole thing about matching you brought up with some other person. Um, yeah, when, when we put ourselves in this place of saying, you know, what's it like to be in the other person's shoes or how can I match that? So in that matching, some defenses crumble. And then there's really more of an, an a, there's more exchange that happens probably on a variety of levels, you know, and depending on what you then happen to notice, well, then that's your blessing. Mm. And it, it depends on the curiosity level of the people who you're with. Mm -hmm. Typically, if they're agreeing for you to be there and have the same kind of interest in yeah what's this other human experience life then that's then that's very then that's very rich mm. um so i think i'm getting benefit from just like noticing that i can't say i've turned this a lot around related to me except I'm like Eva in that I am a very curious person. Mm -hmm. um, I think it does make me want to travel more. And it also brought up a thought. It, it also brought up a, an experience I had listening uh, to a YouTube video yesterday, which was a conversation between the show host and a guest, and they were talking about the difference in perception between people who are like government leaders and how they interact and how different that experience is because this the show host sometimes engaged with people at high levels of power, how different that experience was between just having a conversation with the regular people they were very willing to like get along and yet people at higher levels of power were often vested in like maintaining all kinds of drama and conflict. But when mm -hmm. you get down to the, the lower level of being really human, it's like, Oh, we're all really kind of the same, <laughs> you know, the same human experience. So these are some of the things that came up for me. Thank you for sharing that, Elaine. Yes, um, you should travel more. <laughs> <laughs> well, primarily because of you know, what Eva said, I, and I wholeheartedly agree, and I've, I've joined her on some of these adventures myself, but I think the, the thing about being able to learn 
about yourself. And the more we grow, the more we give others the opportunity to grow. So she shared that in her relationship with my brother, right? It helped her family grow and, 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 and heal something. But I also think we have the same ex experience when we travel someplace and we give people an opportunity to interact with us and show them who we are. We do obviously learn and grow from the experience, but we give other people someone and some opportunity to work off of our growth to spur their own. And that's one of the things I love so much about, about this exchange, right? Uh, I want to, I want to, Thank you so much for your comment, Elaine. I'm going to turn to Gail. Gail has been one of our guests before as well. I just want to see, Gail, you had a few comments in the chat that I'd love for you to mention. And I, can you hear me? I can hear you, yes. Okay. Actually, there's so, hi, Eva. Hey. <laughs> there's so, you know, there were several things that you hit on, um, but we only got so much time. So, the first thing I want to ask is you mentioned, um, you know, of course, we should do what inspires us. I think that's what the whole world needs is for us to move into our creativity. Um, you know, that, that's, that's where we're going to really change the world from. So, but some people, you know, they're doing, they're in jobs because they have to be, you know, um, you know, maybe they're, they've got a family or whatever, you know, they've got to have so much income. and it's, it's not, you know, it's just not an option for them to just pick up and leave their job, right? Mm -hmm. So what, what advice do you have to somebody that is in, in that situation um, as far as finding that creative spark and, and having that, you know, inspirational spark? Because I think what people do is they get stuck in things and then, you know, they don't, they're not doing anything that supports that in their life. Yeah. What would you, what, what would you do or say? What I, what I've done that helped me is when I have to stay in a job that I couldn't leave for the moment, I will, I will explore other things, you know, and it could be just like, let me volunteer somewhere. That's what I did for like, you know, and it, you know, the good thing about volunteering is that there's so many things, many things and ways you can volunteer. You know, you, there's so many opportunities you can explore different fields of work. Um, and it could, it could be just even two hours a week, one hour a week. So I, that's what it has helped me a lot, like to really get present to, oh, let me try this. Oh, I love, I love flowers, but I'm not a gardener. Okay, no, never mind. No, that, you know, like, let me try immigration. Oh my gosh, I love immigration. What is it about immigration? What is, what is it about this volunteer position that I was doing that I love about immigration is is immigration immigration like the law or is something else you know so so that's when it, it helped me access like I start to questioning things like um why why so for me I guess what I will recommend is don't don't question anything you know if people are feeling attracted to something just don't I, I, I would love to tell them, please don't judge yourself for what you, what you like. Mm -hmm. the, like it could be the, the, like the something that is like, oh, my dream is, I don't know, I'm just making this up. Like 
is to be in the reception of a clinic or something. You know, that is something that a lot of people will say, oh, that's boring. Well, some people get it, you know, they love that. They love to connect with people. They love health. Well, let's explore that, you know, being a volunteer at a hospital. Or, so basically what I'm saying is whatever shows up, don't judge it. Just, just explore that. You just know? take a step toward it. Take it. And it could be, it could be just that. It could be volunteer. It could be going to an art, like an art show. If you like art, just to see what is it about art that inspires you. Just don't stay at home. Yeah, just do something yeah, towards your dream. Yeah. yeah, because, you know, I've, I've, I've been so many times depressed or be feeling so sad, like, I don't know what to do with my life. My life doesn't have a meaning, blah, 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 blah. The worst thing you can do is to stay at home because okay. that's, that's, that's exactly what the brain wants us to do, to stay at home so we don't explore and we don't grow and we don't do anything because if we go out and explore, then we are going to discover something and that's dangerous. Right. You know? Yeah, well, so, you know, one one of the things that inspires me is travel, but I haven't done it, so that's on my bucket list. <laughs> and uh, there's a few things that I wanted to ask you about that, but I also wanted to, um, I wanted to, I wanted to say this because it's something that I got a while back, and you said it, and it was with your, you know, with your family and your husband, and that is, you know, we're all connected, so if we don't do our part then they don't get their part, mm -hmm. yes. right? And so what, you know, I heard you, you know, what you were describing is the fact that you moved into your heart. Your part is your heart, you know, that's your, that rhymes your part mm -hmm. and, then, um, and followed it. And then they, they had this amazing healing. They got their part because yes. of that, you know, yep. that was so beautiful. Thank um, you. And the other thing I want, so I'm going to talk about the travel thing now, because one of the things that I want to do is go stay in different places for a year. So I'm in a position now where I can work from anywhere, so I can actually do that. No. And, uh, and I need to start, uh, you know. And so I want to learn the language in every place that I go. And I've tried to learn other languages. I've taken uh, uh, Spanish three times and I still <laughs> can't speak it. And it's because I'm not immersed in it. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not using it. So it's a use it or lose it kind of thing. So my dream is to just go stay with the family and immerse myself in that culture and that language for a year. Yes. And then, and then move someplace else. So my question is, how would you suggest I do that in the most inexpensive way? Hmm. Good question. Well, the best way would be if you know somebody who will host, like personally, if you have in your network of people, like that would be the first choice. See, I know somebody I can go stay with in Mexico, but I don't know anybody. You know, I want to go, I want to go to Italy. I want to go to uh, Germany mm -hmm. and France. Um, I want to learn all the romantic languages is what I want to do. There is... I don't remember. I can look it up and send it to Valerie so she can share. There, there is a network. It's the same as surf, uh, coach surfing or something like that. Absolutely. That is for people who want to work in other countries and they stay in these places meant for them. So like, I don't know how, oh my gosh, how is this called? 
There are there are different networks that are for travel. Well, you don't have to give it to me now, but you know, I, I thought you might. So that's an option. Yeah. The, the other option, um, you know, I'm not sure if there is. We can brainstorm some ideas, Gail um, and Eva. Maybe the three of us can talk. So I do think one thing that Gail you said that I think makes a lot of sense is that connecting with other people from the culture. Yeah. In Dallas, Texas, <laughs> where you live, there are tons of people from all of these different cultures. Right. What I recommend is tapping into local organizations or events that attract people from other cultures. And, and you know, you're such a lovely, friendly person. <laughs> that's, how, that's how I make a lot of my friends from other yes. countries and, and the likelihood for me to go visit or spend time with them or other relatives of theirs is because I know them. I think yeah. the way to connect might, might be that. So I have to get out of my house is what you're You saying. have to get out of your house. That's the main <laughs> message. Okay. And, and I'm going to say one more thing, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pass this on to Catherine, who's raised her hand to say something. Uh, Eva, you pointed to this earlier. You mentioned, you know, when, when Gail asked about, well, what do you do if you don't really love what you're doing, like your career or your, your, your vocation? One thing, I learned this from my mother many years ago, and I'm so grateful for her. She said, you know, make sure that you're doing something that you love at every turn. It's, it's almost like a diet, right? It's almost like your, our, our eating habits. We know that our life is not highly sustainable if we're eating foods that are highly processed. You know, we can't maintain a diet of junk food and expect to feel whole and expect to feel health. So we want to balance that out, right? You want to balance that out with eating you know, fresh foods, whole foods, whole grains, vegetables, etc. I look at life and, and our vocation in the same way. And that is, if you're doing something that you know you have to do because right now financially is most convenient or is what works, continue to do that, but supplement your life with activities that fill you up. Mm -hmm. you know, supplement your life with friendships and relationships that you know give you life. Go, like, you know, whether that's volunteering, whether that is uh, mentoring, whether that is, you know, in your job, perhaps finding people within the, the organization with whom you can connect and maintain a friendship with. All of those things nurture who we are and they nurture our soul so that it makes it easier for us to, to be in, in, in positions or to be in situations mm -hmm. where, yeah, maybe this is not as fulfilling as I'd like it to be. I shared this, um, Eva, you and I had this conversation recently. We talked a little bit about, you know, your love for organization. You know, Eva is the one that I, I resist having to organize anything. Y'all can see my home looks kind of cool, right? But that, I think, <laughs> Eva for that, she's the one that helped me unearth some of the things, all these artifacts that I traveled and collected that I had in boxes. I had in the closet stored away. She's like, we need to display this. And, you know, the, I, as the longer we did it, the more tired I became, the more she lit up. <laughs> so imagine creating time in your calendar and your schedule to do something that lights you up. It, will off, it would offset any, any of that frustration or, or that stuck feeling that you might have in, in the activities that you're doing that you don't feel that fulfilled by. So anyway, I'm going to pass it over to Catherine. She's had her hand raised for a while. Catherine, welcome. Thank you. Can you hear me? Yes, we hear you perfectly. Awesome. Thank you um, for sharing, Eva. And 
so much uh, spoke to me in, in listening to you. And um, so growing up, I grew up in South Texas, which is close to Mexico and um, the beach and all these different things. However, um, we grew up with the mentality. My dad pretty much said, if we can't drive there, we're not going. So pick a place that we can drive to. So that doesn't leave room for a whole lot of things when you have a big family with a lot of kids. And of course, mom was like, easy for you to say, because you're not happy to deal with these kids. And so I, I never, I appreciated it that we got to go camping and we got to go to theme parks and, but it was just all I knew. And so as I got older and my brother joined the military and left, um, I started realizing we need to go see him. And so in digging deeper, um, I, I asked my dad to come with, to come with me. And he said, no, and came to find out that he had a huge fear of flying. Um, because he was in Vietnam and had experienced some terrible um, situations. And so he basically put that fear onto us. I'm not saying that he did it on purpose or consciously, but we didn't realize that there was life outside of driving anywhere. And so as I got older, um, I, I spoke with him and we kind of conquered those fears and and I think losing my mom and him realizing that he spent so much of his life um, in fear, he started conquering those fears. And now, like, I'm amazed because he travels more than I do. Like, oh, it's, wow. he's retired now. And he's always like, I'm like, Dad, where are you at now? Like, and he'll, he used to get after me because I started traveling. And when I moved away from home, my friend and I, my best friend and I developed this world tour thing where we decided, okay, let's establish places that neither one of us has, have been. And we started visiting. We started with the U.S. first, like baby steps. Mm -hmm. And so smaller flights. And then essentially um, this past October, I actually went on a two-week trip to Italy with mm -hmm. um, another one of my friends. And so it's been humbling for me, like visiting different countries and realizing that as an American, um, with, you know, Spanish roots and Mexican roots, it's, we take, I, I know personally it was humbling for me and it showed me how much I take for granted or used to take for granted and how the essential things, like I remember meeting somebody in uh, St. Lucia, he was one of our tour guides um, and he said he was saving and I was like, oh, you're going on a trip or, you know, and he's like, no, I'm saving for a refrigerator. Wow. And it was just like, wow, like it's, made me realize how blessed I am and how, um, and even leaving Italy this last time, I started crying because I, you know, there's people in my family that can't necessarily afford it or they've got, you know, too many um, responsibilities. And so they'll say things like, oh, must be nice or, you know, but, and it is, it is a blessing. And I realize that not everyone can do it due to finances as well. And so through traveling it's definitely taught me to step outside my comfort zone and not have so many fears but it's a constant um I have to consciously think about those things and even with my job um recently our company our corporation's been going through a ton of surpluses and so for me I didn't want to make a move because I felt like here people are losing their jobs and I should be happy with what I have and mm -hmm. so um but there has been a passion for me to be more um, in the public and, and see, experience a different. So I've always been in finance, and so I've been wanting to step out of that comfort zone. 
and ironically, um, at an employee resource group meeting, which is one of my passions is to volunteer, um, that particular day, I didn't want to go, and I was trying to talk myself out of it, and I'm like, I'm tired, I don't want to go. Well, I ran into my an old boss who hired me, and she said, I have a position on my team that I think you would be great for. Mm. And so she had seen um, a video that had been passed around internally through AT&T, which was really hard to do because I shared my story, and and she had seen it. And so you just never know who's watching. And so she said, would you like to apply for this? position on my team and I was like oh gosh it sounds like a big job and she's like oh you can do it you know I've, ex- I've had experience with you before and so I applied and, and I learned yesterday I got the job offer Congratulations, so, Catherine. thank you so I'm so excited it's an external affairs and it'll give me the opportunity to step outside my normal and I, I mean you know, there's that level of like I'm excited but I'm there's that fear because I'm thinking, oh gosh, I'm going to lead people now. And I haven't done that in so long. And so mm. I guess my thing is like, yeah, um, don't live in fear, you know, or what if, I think that's what I've learned throughout this process of traveling and exploring and just stepping outside my comfort zone. At first it feels uncomfortable, but once you're there, it's like, oh, I was worried about it for nothing. Like, <laughs> I <laughs> love that. Catherine. Also, and that's can cool. I comment something? That I mean, one, just one second, Eva, one moment. I want to be respectful of our time. We're at, we're at the hour mark. So those of you that need to log off, thank you so much for joining us. Make sure that you share when this comes out. Share it on your social media so other people can engage in the conversation. And then you all can exchange with one another. And my call to action is go do something that you love this week, something that you haven't done in a while. Or talk to someone that you love that you haven't talked to in a while. Like, engage in something you love, like really connect with your heart. That, that's my call to action for the week. Now, you know, we always have these little after hours moments. So Eva, if you're able to stay a little longer, we'd love to continue the conversation. So any of, any of you that'd like to stay and, and chat and share with Eva, um, you're welcome to. And we'll post this also online so you get the after show. Okay, thanks I- everybody. I, I really love one thing that Catherine said. Thank you so much for sharing. I I love I I just love I totally hear when with through your share how much you have grown from traveling. Um and I also love well first of all congratulations for your job and I love what you said about that. Did you say something like uh, you know I thought I I have to be okay because some people don't have anything. So, you know, I can just be okay with what I have, my job or whatever, right? Um, like, you know, why do I complain if other people don't have anything? And it's very interesting because that's been my journey too. I grew up uh, feeling like, um, like I could just be grateful with whatever life gave me uh, because other people don't have anything to eat and why should I even complain that I want to, I don't want, you know, I want to have a better job or whatever. And I realized that that's something that also Gail said that we are here to expand and grow so we can help other people, you know? So we don't help anybody by being, by us being small and not following our heart. Um, it's like it's like a puzzle, right? We are we are all at a small piece on a puzzle. It doesn't matter what we do, but it has to be something we we like Valerie said that sparks joy or like 
express who we are. That's what I would say, express who we are, because then we can light other people and we can show other people different ways to do things, you know? Um, so if we keep our, ourselves small, then we are keeping other people small because they don't see anything possible through us. But if we grow, then they see possibilities just looking at us. So that's what I hear from you, Catherine, too. Like, I, I think that when, in your position, even though you know you are very nervous now and everything, you are going to be able to share a lot. To, you are going to be an example for other people of growth and being out of the comfort zone and, and uh, kind of like your transformation, right? So I'm very, very excited about that. So, yeah, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. And I love that you said that, Eva, because really the basis of this podcast is called Time to Come Alive because of my favorite quote. And I've shared this in other sessions, but it's the quote from Howard Thurman where he says, don't ask what the world needs. Ask what makes you come alive and go do it because what the world needs are more people who have come alive. And, and the whole idea is that, that you have an opportunity to because you're growing, others get to grow. Because you share your light, others get the permission to share yours, right? That even that Marianne Williamson quote that's so, that's so popular that our deepest fear is not that we are, uh, I can't remember exactly, but a paraphrase here. I'm curious. You have it, go share it with us. Okay, one moment. <laughs> and then Gail, I think you had a comment, so I'll go ahead and, and, and have you comment. And then I'm gonna call on Felipe, if he's open to sharing something. Go ahead, Gail. Yeah, this, you know, I, basically, let me see, wrap my head around what I want to say. Um, I said before, you know, it's our creativity that's going to launch uh, the world into new, new, wonderful things, right? And so, just like you said, it's like what makes you come alive? That's what we need to be doing. Even if we can't do it, just like you said, if we can't do it right now, we can do it. We can do a piece, you know? We can always do a piece. And, uh, and I look at my life and what happened to my life when I started working that creative passion. What happened? It's like, I, even I'm still just astounded, right? And all of, and it just had, it's just started with me working my passion for food, you know, working it literally, you know, okay, well, let me work part-time as a caterer, you know, let me do something, you know, let me do something with it. And as soon as I started doing that, then everything just snowballed. Catering wasn't it, but it was the step. It was just a step, you know, and then now I'm food and medical intuitive. Who would have thunk, you know? <laughs> You know, in 2010, I mean, what crazy stuff is that? Mm. <laughs> right? And so uh, that's, that's, you know, if we just step out of our comfort zone and step towards what makes us come alive. Mm -hmm. Yes. And you know, one thing I, I want to say, because you made a point there to Gail, like sometimes things don't look, Sometimes we need to start moving, even if it, we don't know where we are going. I don't know where we're going. 
Yeah. Just because we feel like, oh, let me try this. That sounds interesting. That sounds like something that can interest me. And perhaps that's not it, but something is no, going to lead us it. to whatever, right? It's, it's like, we, like we are walking. Yes. We are walking oh. and we are, we are, it's like, it's like, is that a Mago de Oz? It's like the Wizard of Oz when she, when she walks on the pathway and this thing starts to light up. Is that the movie? I don't know. Yes. Anyway, this, like, we are walking towards something. We don't know what it is yet, right? We don't see it. And we don't but have it, to. And yeah. we don't have to, exactly. And we don't have to. But every step we make that, that is about something that, that is interesting to us or that we feel like curious about it, we take that step and that step is going to lead us to something else and lead mm -hmm. us to another thing and another thing. And then and, and then it's going to get clearer and clearer and more and more defined. Yes. Every time you take a step. But when you were talking about um, something came to me when you were talking about, you know, just, you know, just do something creative, you know, something that inspires you. And what was coming to me was like, well, maybe you'd like to arrange flowers. Yes. Start arranging flowers. Who knows yes. where that's going to take you? Just, mm -hmm. just do that thing, you know, that passion. Yes. Mine was just cooking, you know, it, it was my passion and I knew it. Yes. So, yeah. Good. Well, Eva, you can when, when when you come help me, help me organize some stuff. I'll have some plants for you to <laughs> to arrange. Yeah. Um, why don't you go ahead, Eva, and read the? Do you have the Marianne Williamson quote now? Yes, I have it away with me. Oh, good. I'll have you read it, and then uh, Felipe wants to jump in and share something. Go okay. ahead, Eva. So our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frighten us. And then it's very long, so perhaps I just leave it there. But, you know, I think that's really powerful. And that's why when I said before, you know, I'm sharing this and I, I don't just, I, every day, I'm not waking up every day feeling like my life is amazing, you know? Like this morning I wake up like, I'm so tired, oh my gosh, you know? And other days I'm like, my life sucks, I don't want to do this, you know? So like every day, it, the journey of self-discovery doesn't have to be amazing every day. And that's something that I have to deal with because in my mind, if I'm doing something that I love or if I'm doing something that I'm curious about, then it has to look certain way. It has to look super good. You know, I have to be excited about it. No, no, no. Sometimes it doesn't, you know? And, and that's when, when we start, when our brain starts messing up with us and say, babe, you see, you were wrong. This is not for you. No, perhaps it is for you. Just it's not comfortable. So that's why we are not enjoying it in the process. But if we, are, if we are feeling we need to be there, or we are feeling we have to go to this event, like Catherine said, like she, she didn't want to go there and let, look what's happened, right? But we, she felt she had to be, she, she had to be, right? So just do it and then see what happens. And like for me, being in this self-development program is being a pain in the behind and it's been more painful than happiness. But you know what? I'm staying because I feel like I have to do this for something to transform and I don't know what it is. So I'm just saying this so that people don't get discouraged if they sign up for something and they explore something 
and they are like, oh, this is not what I thought, but, but if you are still feeling like you need to continue doing it, just do it. You know, mm -hmm. another thing is like, you are like, oh my gosh, no, 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 no. I feel horrible. I feel this black energy or whatever, you know, that's different, but so, yeah. So like, that's awesome. yeah, anyways, okay. Thank you. Uh, Felipe had a, a comment, so I'm gonna let him share. Yes, so hi everyone. I'm Felipe. I'm speaking from Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Hi! Hi, Eva. Thank you very much for sharing everything that is shared with us in the past hour. I'm a traveler myself, so I, I really connected with your ideas. And what, what I got from this call is that um, we need to be open, right? So be open um, for what the world has to offer us is the best thing that we can do. And whenever I travel, and, and that's, well, I, I guess that's what you feel as well. I get this sense of community. Mm -hmm. We are all together in a huge community. And e even while Valerie posted a video today well, or yesterday, talking about the sense of community and how we are all connected in, in some way, right? So I, well, and I love studying. I love, you know, like academic stuff, but I've been trying the past months to learn from people. And, and it's been amazing. It's amazing to see how the world and how people can teach us. So, and I guess you learned a lot on your journey. So. Thank you for sharing that with us. Thank you, Felipe. And I, I love one thing that you say that people teach us and we are learning. And it's, I like that it's, you said, we, like it's not learning only about ourselves, but other people, right? Learning about other people. And that it makes me think of, you know, when we think of travel, we think of travel to another country, but we, for me, it's very important to travel within our country also because that's a that's a great way to to learn to learn more about the people in our country you know and learn like why the north thinks different than the south one day why people in the east of the united states for example right or any country what what is it that is so different from each other and at the same time is the same and i think that will help a lot also to to help heal some of the conflicts that are going on um, is to understand each other that way. You know, the same as when we travel to another country and we put ourselves in the, in the other person's life. Like, you know, if we are traveling to, I, I wish I could travel to Brazil, that would be awesome, but <laughs> next time. Uh, you can stay with me when you go. Oh my gosh, <laughs> can you imagine? That would be like the best thing, oh my gosh. But, you know, like I travel to another country and I think, okay, I'm going to eat the same food, I'm going to do this, I'm going, but I don't think we think that when we travel within the same country. And perhaps that's a reflection also, like, you know, I'm thinking if, if I go to New York, if I go to California, um, I don't know, Minnesota, anything, it's a different, for me, it's like a different country because each state has its unique culture is its unique way of thinking is food you know anything and the environment they live in the the nature the 
the, even the political views, anything is, is how the state is, right? Or how is, I don't know how to say, it's, for me, is if, if we are able to do that within our country, then there is a lot to, that can be healed within ourselves and for other people too. Very good. Thank you so much for your, your comments, Felipe. And uh, yes, so there are some people that want to travel more. And if Brazil is your destination, you should definitely connect with him. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and and I, I just want to say that, you know, some of the things that really jumped out at me, Eva, throughout our conversation today was, you know, like, again, your willingness to grow and really challenge yourself in spite of how much resistance might, resistance might be showing up. And so pushing through that and seeing what's there on the other side. I also love the idea that, you know, when you grow, you give other people opportunity and permission to grow as well, and to feel something for themselves. And, and really to find ways to listen to your heart. To be, and it sounds like you're super conscious about all the sensations and the emotions that you experience while you're engaging that particular activity and it sounds like all of those 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 all serve as information for you information for you to understand better what you need to move towards understand how you might need to interact or manage a situation so so love 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 so much of every of, of everything that you shared and the things that you also inspired others in the call and i'm sure others who watch this recording afterwards will experience as a result with that, I want to officially close our time together today. I want to encourage you again to post on social media once you get the, the, the recording so that other people can engage in this conversation. And please comment also on the videos if there's something that stood out to you or if you have a question that Eva can continue to engage with you and share her insights. I'd be happy to share the, the quotes and, the, and the, the poem that she read as well. And we will have our next time next week. We're actually having a, a conversation with a, a young 20-something entrepreneur from Bold Babes. Her name is Champagne Graves. And what really struck me about Champagne when, when I met her is that, you know, at 20-something, I was not thinking about running a business and being a CEO of anything. <laughs> and just how, how this generation of 20-somethings has absolutely revolutionized how we do business. And really curious to hear what she has to say and how she was inspired to do what she's doing. So, so join us next week for our Time to Come Alive session. You guys have a wonderful week. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Thank you for the comments, everybody. Thank you. It was a pleasure. <laughs>